This is a Wild Gate Production Podcast. You remember. Roll your stealth roll. Game books, pencils, pizza, cheese puffs, and a hell of a lot of dice. And the dragon woke up. Roll for initiative. This is the Roll for Initiative podcast, where 1E is the place to be. The Roll for Initiative podcast, we're in volume 8. I'm Vince, and I'm sitting with Nick this week. Hello, everybody. And we're back for another exciting D&D cartoon adventure. Yes. Exciting, isn't it? Yes. Presto, count up to 14. 14, folks, for everybody keeping score at home. The Presto doing something right with the hat. It is 14. So we've only had seven episodes reviewing. This will be eight, so we don't count this one yet because we don't know what he did in this one. But we'll see. We'll see. But as of right now, he's averaging two successful hat tricks. (laughs) Sounds funny. Well, three. Yes. Hat trick would be three. Yeah, that's why I laughed. Yeah, Two successful hat pulls or hat magic. Per episode. Yeah, that magic. Sounds good. Yeah. Will that increase? Will that decrease? I don't know. We'll find out by episode 30. Will 29? we just get bored and not take score anymore? Who can tell? No, Nick, was, <laughs> Nick will take score until his knuckles bleed. Wow, you are a hard taskmaster. Yes. So let's get it on with this one. Go on, man. Are you enjoying the show you're listening to right now? Great. Why not head over to patreon.com slash WGP and support that show for as little as dollar a month. Dollar a month goes a long way to helping support the network Wild Games Productions. Again, that's patreon.com slash WGP. Thank you. All right. Well, next episode is episode eight, Servant of Evil. This one, this one came out on November 5th, 1983. So, week after Halloween, still sucking down candy from Halloween, maybe, more than likely. Another um, another Jeffrey Scott episode. Another Jeffrey Scott episode. It says, Bobby's birthday is ruined when Sheila and the others are captured and thrown into Vin- Venger's prison of agony. With Dungeon Master's guidance, well, that's debatable, yeah. Bobby and Muni must locate the prison, befriend a giant, and rescue their friends. So that's the synopsis of this episode. And unlike other episodes, it actually starts differently. For once. Hold on to your hats. It actually starts with the Prison of Agony with Venger. And there you see this little dwarf again, who's, you know, because dwarves get captured, that's what they do in this world. Mm -hmm. He's begging for his mercy. Mm -hmm. And um, there's this, I thought, an ogre. His name is Karox. Basically, is his ser- a servant. And Benger orders him to dwar- throw the dwarf into his prison of agony. I don't know what he is. He he's to- not. What is he? I thought he was like, he looked like an ogre to me. But who knows? Yeah, true. So he's ordered to do it. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And Benger's like, eh, eh, eh. You don't do it, I'll destroy your homeland. He shows like a picture of his homeland and his globe, like like simulating its destruction. And so Kerox does no choice to take 
our little dwarf friend here and toss him into the dungeon of or dungeon of despair, I believe. Right? Uh, prison of agony. Prison of agony, dungeon of despair. No, it's right prison of agony. <laughs> prison of agony. Yes. It's it's still nasty. It's not yeah. fun. True. And then he throws him in there and scene. <laughs> we move on and we find out Happy birthday. It's Bobby's birthday. And happy Eric scares day. Bobby with a scary mask. We never so, knew how old Bobby was. Well, no. And we got to figure out how long have they been here? They have to celebrate birthdays. So, <laughs> been here a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Eric scares Bobby with this scary mask, waking him up from this nap. And then Eric gives him a present in a, in a box of little round fairy people. And then Bobby goes running off after him with his club. What the heck, Bobby? He's, You're sick. He's 10. He's a sick little boy. He's going to stomp these little sad things. Whack of things. That's what I'm, <laughs> I know. That's what I'm thinking. And then all of a sudden, you uh, have Lizardmen jumping out of the, uh, the trees. They're, and they're like, I think Hank says, oh, Avengers Lizardmen. Yeah. And they're trying to surround them, and Presto uses his hat. By the way, we have a we have a, a, a little pop culture comment here coming up. We do. Uh, remember? Oh uh, yes, we do. Hank yes, says do. Avengers Lizardmen, and then Diana corrects him and says, with a bad joke, "Correction, Hank, leaping Lizardmen," which yes. is pop culture because of the movie Annie was out at the time. Yes, because they let down. The movie Annie came out a couple of years before. One year, I didn't catch yeah. that at first. Oh, you didn't? I, as soon as no. I saw that, she said Leaping Lizardman. I'm like, that sounds familiar. So I kind of looked it up and it referenced Annie. I'm like, oh. Yeah, okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't catch that. Uh-huh. Now, I have to say something about the animation in this episode. It kind of waffles from good to, huh? At least in my opinion. I, I thought there was, this was like some weird transition in the production of this show to where there was some fairly decent animation i thought and then there are some parts you're like wow they got sloppy yeah yeah the inconsistency in the animation was just to me was striking but anyway so um yeah bobby goes running off after these little fairy puffball things and he's gonna smack him with his club and play whack-a-mole um bangers lizardman shows up presto uses his hat Yes, okay, he gets something, you know, something useful out of it, and it shoots flowers out towards a lizard man and knocks it down, and he goes, oh, flower power. Did you hear the wah, stupid wah, rhyme that wah. he did? What? Did you hear the dumb rhyme that he tried to? I tried not to. Abracadannon, turn my hat into a cannon. Yes. Turn my hat into a cannon. A cannon of flowers. Apparently, this hat is the, uh, what is it? The uh, It's like a bag of... of What's the one bag? The bag of um... random items. Well, yeah, there's there's that one magical bag. Wild magic. Why am I... uh, no. Um, Useless things. Use... No, dang! It's not a. It's not a bag of holding. It's a. Now I gotta look it up. Oh come on! Well, while you're looking that up. Well, anyway, I'll look it up later. No, so no, anyway, go ahead, look it up. I'll I'll do some facting right here. So go ahead. Oh, okay. It'll take me like, like just a few seconds. Yeah, that's fine. Well, the oh, lizard, no, lizard no, men, 
Right. Lizard men you could find in the monster manual. And mm -hmm. also they introduced later on, which I was talking to Nick about the show uh, before the show that in the fiend folio, they uh, list the lizard king, which I did some digging into the lizard king and people reference that to a joke from the doors song yeah. not to touch the earth because at the end he says i'm the lizard king i'm the lizard king but i don't see right. how that's really connected unless they meant to do that i wouldn't be surprised knowing the time frame and who wrote it i could see the stretch of the doors being used there yeah maybe i think it's kind of a stretch though but yeah I mean, the, the oh, bag, okay. it's like the bag of 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 tricks oh yeah bag it's of tricks yep. it's basically it's a hat of tricks Mm -hmm. Essentially, because I remember one of the things the bag of tricks does it shoots it can shoot out flowers, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, flower power. Um, Hank uh, uses his bow to uh, save uh, save Sheila. Eric then uses another birthday present box, and it sh shoots out a giant jack in a box towards a, a lizard man. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, where did he get that from? I have no like, idea. And then they're surrounded by more lizard men, and then it, um, they're surrounded, and I guess you assume they're captured. Hmm. So, well, yeah. Then it goes, yeah. So then it goes to um, Bobby coming back because he couldn't find them or he destroyed them all. I can't tell. And then DM shows up. He's he's gets the bad news that um, they were captured by uh, Avengers Lizardmen. Oh, um, and they're taking, Bobby actually taking says two. to answer your question. He says, first time a birthday present ran away before I got to play with it." Oh, so yeah. he never actually found them. Yeah, at least that's what he says. <laughs> okay. Can we really tr can we really trust Bobby? Can oh, we? sure. <laughs> he's like nine or ten. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so DM shows up and tells him bad news. They get captured. He gives him a gift. It's an amulet said that he'll protect him from Venger. Uh -huh. And he says, when you need its protection the most, you must give it away. Okay. Duh, okay. So you must give it away at a certain point of time. And he's letting them know you there. You can find his friends past the mountains here. DM disappears because he's a dick. And scene. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he says it's the power of giving, not keeping. Yes. As you see his little. You see his little face inside the the amulet. <laughs> yes. So cute. The power of the DM is yours, Bobby. Use it wisely. Not. Meanwhile, he's not Captain Planet. Stop it. Avengers Prison. Meanwhile, the yes. Meanwhile, back at Avengers Prison, <laughs> um, the lizard men bring the uh, the the group and their weapons to Avenger. He said they still need to get Bobby's um, uh, club. Uh, so, and they're like, "Let us go! You got what you want." That's what Hank says. <clears throat> he still needs that barbarian's club, so they're gonna throw get thrown into uh, prison, and 
you know, uh, I don't know, what the heck's her name? Um, Sheila? Diana? No. Uh, Diana says, there's no prison that can hold us. And I, again, I'm noticing in this episode, there's like, still like shifts of like really good animation here. Yeah. You know, at least in my opinion. The close-up you know, the animation face, is really The facial good. expressions are yeah. really good, yeah. you know? And I'm like, wow, good job here, guys. So, um, they take him away to the, uh, to the uh, prison. <laughs> and, and, and then, um, this prison Presto makes some stupid comments like, or, you know, cause they're above a lobby he says, at least we won't freeze. Dear, dear, dear. <laughs> and then. Well, so you, you have to you explain see, that the prison is basically on top of a lava pit. Right. That this prison is like a big giant uh, rock that's being held by like what four ginormous chains over a a volcano. But, you know, so that's because Avenger does things big. And when he does things, he does them big. He doesn't. He doesn't mess around. If you're gonna do it, do it. <laughs> right exactly right yeah, pretty effective prison if you know the only way out is if you can somehow climb on those chains foreshadowing anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody. so that so so this is where you know the this ogre i thought he was an ogre you know let's down the drawbridge to go to this this prison well, it's over the uh, lava lake. Hmm. And then they're put into the, the prison. And this is where, like, first of, like, three really weird things you see in this episode. And it's at 6, like, 27. Okay. You stop it. You look to the right. Okay. There's, like, a, there's like a fat lady with, like, kind of purplish hair, lavender <laughs> hair, wearing... A pink dress and pink sunglasses. Yeah. And, and she looks like Divine, which is kind of gross. So I'm like, okay, somebody with pink sunglasses. That's odd. Why was that thrown, drawn in there? I mean, it's, you got the two trolls there, and then you got the pink sunglasses lady. Like, <laughs> weird. <clears throat> And there's some frog thing bothers Eric. He's like, get away from me, like, you know, wart face. Oh, yeah, that's right. Get away from me, wart face. And then Sheila and the rest of them are standing at the bars like, what do we do now? Even though the bars, some spots are, like, big enough that they can walk through with no problem. Yeah, I, I think the bars were at a place where that if they went through it, they would have just fell right into the lava. Cause I was looking at that myself yeah. and I'm like, you know what? They can just fit through the stupid bars. It's kind of like, yeah, but it's kind of like, that's, that's like Venger kind of being a jerk. It's like, go ahead, go ahead. You can slip through those bars. Oh, look at all that lava down there. Go ahead. <laughs> get burned kids. Get burned. Get burn, burn. So and then that's how the scene ends with Sheila whining. Uh, we go back to Bobby Quest here, as I call it now. It's Bobby Quest. Ugh, Bobby and Uni Quest. Ugh. Yes, well, Uni, they're they're lost. They they're not sure where they are, and then eventually DM shows up. Bobby's ten. Yeah, well, there you go. 
And then Dungeon Master, like I said, shows up. He says, look to where the fires are fiercest. Why not just say, go to the most violent volcano? You know, no, he has to keep it a riddle. We already established why he does this. He's a dick. Big, <laughs> big dick. Yeah, well. So they kind of, quick scene there. Then they go back to the, to the prison. And this is weird thing number two pops up. At 7.33, everybody, if you pause it, <laughs> you see Eric starts fanning himself with a Spider-Man comic. Um, Apparently issue number seven. Right, I was going to say issue number seven. of the. Where the hell did he get the Spider-Man comic? I'm telling you, post-apocalyptic world. The Spider-Man so comic he, made it? <laughs> apparently so, because he's popular. Um, Eric mistakes someone or something for DM. He's like, hey, DM, old buddy. The thing turns around and it's a monster with kind of like a long snout. But I, can, I don't know what the hell that was. Kind of looks like some other body part, but I'll keep it clean. Whoa. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. It just looks weird. I'm I, still trying to figure out they got that past the sensors. I don't know what that even thing was. I couldn't find anything I, that looked like it's, it. It's, it's something they just made up. Yeah, it'd be funny. And then there was the other thing that comes up behind Eric says, Are you lunch? I don't know what the heck that thing is. Mm-mm, I don't know either. So, uh, we switch back to Bobby. He's looking out towards like this lake uh, where like the volcano's at, a regular lake, and then there's some lizard man on a raft. They they go across, they leave. Bobby and Uni steal the raft from the lizard man. Why did he so, have to carry Uni? Is he trying to say that Uni can't run fast enough? I mean, Apparently so. Uni can run faster than him on four legs. I know, it's got four legs. Theoretically, if Uni concentrated, just boink, teleport right there. Well, once a day, buddy, once a day. Well, has she used it yet? That's true. No. Well, then that means Uni's stupid, too. Well. <laughs> and it goes without saying, right? Yeah. Oh! Uh, All right, so we go back to the prison, dun, dun, dun. and then, lo and behold, they, they're they sitting around, and there's this cloaked figure that comes by. It's did like, you, are you the ones who defy Did uh, you Avengers notice evil? Well, hold on, did you notice that Diana snuggling with Hank against the wall? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, th- I saw that. Does that mean they're a couple? I mean, I was wondering that myself. I'm like, look at that. I don't know. Snuggling hey, into Hank. Look at Diana with her hourglass figure. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Just like kind of, you know, just like, just cool, man. It's all good. Well, he's bored of Sheila, so, you know, she's old news. So, you know, man, it's all good, man. You know, that hey, stupid kid you know. brother keeps hanging around every time we try to do something. Hey, you know, you know. Hank's like, hey, you know, well, come on over here. He's baby. not it's all right. Bill Clinton. Move on. <laughs> not Bill Clinton. Oh. It's, it's all right, all right, all right. No, I'm saying. You know, uh, just get my, my, my Lincoln Continental here, James. Get me. Stop it. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> so this cloaked figure is, comes up to them and says, are you the ones that have been defying Avengers evil? And Eric's like, nope, it was him. <laughs> he pointed at, it points at Presto. <laughs> Way to go, Cavalier. And then it gets revealed to be, who is it? Strongheart. Strongheart, our next 
tie-in to the franchise. It's, you know, I believe Strongheart shows up as uh, a PC in one of the D&D modules, the basic D&D, and is also an action figure of him. Yeah, it was in that one with War Duke, and uh, I can't think of the name of the right. module. Yeah, right, right, exactly. So Strongheart apparently has been stuck here for a long time, years, and then um, he says he's pretty much dug a way out over time. And this is where we see weird thing number three. <laughs> yeah, at eight fifty-eight, you pause there. There's what's a, it's a big, huge cask. It says Casca San. It's a Santori 1855. So what is Santori? Well, we it that was one renamed. Up. Yeah, it, it, they. It's actually Suntory, and it's a Japanese whiskey. Was founded in 1855. 1855, so. yeah. right? It was founded in 1855. Well, a couple, well, a couple decades after it. So, right. right. But oh that yeah, that's a, right. Right. Yeah. So it was. Somehow they change one letter, gets by all the censors. They're not even aware of the little in joke. Now, why? Why this? Why this little in joke? I can only think of. Well, maybe some of the animators like the Suntory whiskey. I wouldn't doubt it. Maybe Gary liked Suntory whiskey. You know, and that was kind of thrown in. Back now, I know that... he did like his whiskey and whatnot. Yeah, I, was I know gonna... he. I was going to say, back during that time frame, a lot of artists liked to smoke cigars, drink whiskey while they drew, whiskey. things like that. So so maybe it's kind of a wink and a nod to the artist there. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I, but good job getting that past all those sensors. Well mm-hmm. done. Well done. So they try to uh, escape. They're, they're climbing down. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. They move the cask out of the way, which... Strongheart said he's been scraping away for years. He scraped a perfect square tunnel out. Did you notice that? Scraping away for... Yeah, he's been scraping away for years, but he had a perfect tunnel. Mm -hmm. I was just like, wait, if you were scraping, you would not be able to make a perfect tunnel, dude. Well, he's a little OCD. Okay. So <laughs> it has to be just right. <laughs> All right, go on. So so they run out. The lizard men see all of them. They're trying to escape. And the lizard men say, release the creature. And I think they release what looks like a zill. I think it's a zill from the Fiend Folio, X-I-L-L. Yeah, I'm not sure, yeah. I, that's what it looks like to me. But that's the a, closest thing I can find. It had a tail, which threw me off, too. But it has four arms. It has a very similar facial appearance to it. So I'm like, okay, that's what I'm going with. So, okay, it's a Zill. If you think otherwise, if you think it's something else, let me know. Let us know. Let Nick know. And Strong Hero, uh, Strongheart's like, we must turn back. In other words, retreat. <laughs> So they're climbing up these ginormous chains. Um, Sheila trips. They go back and get her. A suspense, maybe. And then they roll. They get in. They roll back the cask of booze. And <laughs> they're there at the bars again that they can, like, just walk through. So <laughs> there's that scene. Yes. 
Back to and Bobby the Quest. Thing. Yes. And um, the lizard men report that they see that Bobby is here, the barbarian is here to 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 venture. And then they he tells them, Go get his club. Okay. No. And then um I'm asking for a reason. Yes, and then uh, after that you see Bobby is climbing and he feels he's you know he he feels like he's not sure if he could do go through with this. And then DM you hear DM's voice and he's like, DM, where are you? He goes, Under your nose. Do, 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 the amulet. Oh, ha, ha. Funny, funny. Stupid amulet. Yes. Apparently, it's like it's like a it's like an iPod. Um, and then he sees a reflection of a lizard man in the amulet, and he goes into a battle with them, and really shows them up real bad. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Oh, you want my club? Well, here you go." And like puts one of the lizard men in the orbit. <laughs> And then comes back down, crushes the other one, and then he runs away. Yay. And then he sees the prison. And then Venture all of a sudden shows up behind Bobby. And Bobby wants to go ahead and fight. He goes like, Give me your give me your magic weapon or your friends will never you know, you'll be easier on your friends. No way, Jose. And Bobby's like goes, No way, Jose. Yeah, another catchphrase. Yeah. And he's like, you know, going to smack Venger. Venger then shoots a blast, and the amulet that Bobby has absorbs the blast, and Venger lets out a weird yell slash scream. It just sounded odd. Tantrum. It's like all. It was like. Argh! It was like cut real short. He goes. <laughs> maybe maybe he was burping. I have no idea. I don't know. He orders Carox then to take the club from. From Bobby, and he says, "No, I won't fight children." Cool, don't do that. And um, Vander's like, eh, eh, eh. "You better take her, or I'll destroy your homeland, dude." And um, so he grabs Bobby and Uni. Here's where another cringe moment. Uni starts get really annoying and jumps on Carox's head several times, and Carox is like, eh! starts going after him. Running after him, Bobby's running away. Um, he said that's he a lets neat down. Trick. What's that? He said that's a neat trick you got there. Yeah, neat trick you got there. And then, you know, Bobby's running away. Carox lets down the bridge to the prison because he's kind of like, you know, hurting Uni and Bobby towards the prison. He turns to fight Carox and he hits him, I guess. And then he he gets knocked over the edge of this bridge and he's holding on then all of a sudden Bobby likes gee I can't let him fall really you well, just smacked his toe and you're like eh uh, maybe I shouldn't let him like burn in the lava even though he tried to capture me yeah all right. well, alright fine whatever yeah, well, fine. remember he has Dungeon Master's so, idea in his head by you know this whole give and take thing right right this whole give and take thing okay I'll get it he's at like 9 10 year old kid cool so he uses his club to bring Carax up and and Carax is like I never wanted to harm you kid he's just he explains the whole situation what's going on you know with his homeland or whatever with Carax and 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 Bobby's like you know I and 
Carox is, I should say, he's like, I miss my homeland. And Bobby's like, yeah, me too. And you're like, right in the fields. Oh, man, poor kid. Hasn't had cereal in months. (laughs) So they come up with a plan. Carox says, do you trust me? I'm like, all of a sudden, yeah, all right, fine. And he gives Bobby, gives the club to him. He kind of puts it in his belt and hides it away to where Venger can't see it. Carox yells, um, I captured the boy, but the club fell into the lava. And he call, calls Carox a clumsy fool. But the, the club was like right there in plain sight. Uh, he was turned in a way he probably couldn't see it. <sighs> okay. All right, I'll give it that's, to you. That's that's where I'm kind of going with it. Yeah, uh, and then then Vendor calls him clumsy fool. Well, at least I have the uh, the child, and he won't be. They will, he and his friends won't be like a bother to me anymore. Yeah. So he drops Bobby off with his friends, gives him his club. He says, "Be ready at midnight. I'm coming back." Essentially. So he's going to drop the bridge at midnight. Okay. Um, so what Bobby does. Did you notice when Venger addresses any of the kids, it's either Dungeon Master's little pets, pests. Or pupils or what have you. Or he'll say their name of their class. He never addresses them by name ever. No. Barbarian or acrobat. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, they're only things to him. <laughs> um, so um, when Carax drops off Bobby... And give and Carox comes back to his club. Bobby gives the amulet to Carox and says, "Hey, you might need this." And then Eric gets all pissed off. It's like, "Why'd you give that to him?" I'm like, you moron! Because Dungeon Master said what? I had to give it away. Yeah. So. And Sheila talks some sense into him. Says, "You know if." Carox is our way of getting out of here. If Venger gets the Carox, we'll never get out of here. And he's like, okay. He's like, and then Eric shuts up. Well, it made sense. I mean. Right. And then they're reminiscing about their weapons, how they could get them. And then Strongheart mentions, once I had a magic weapon, a magic warhammer. A golden warhammer. A golden warhammer. So is he a paladin or a cleric? I'm going with a paladin. I am too. I am too. I'm going with paladin. It also looked a lot like Thor's hammer too. Right. Um, So midnight approaches. How would you know in this place? I have no idea because the sky is always dark around this volcano. It's not like anyone has a pocket watch. Right. So the uh, drawbridge is let down. Bobby knocks down the door. Um, They're running out. The lizard men see them, pull up the drawbridge. The drawbridge is going up. It takes like four lizard men to do it, but they get the thing to go back up, and they're sliding along the drawbridge. So as they slide along, they basically slide into the dungeon of Avenger. Um, and the drawbridge closes. They're running along, and then, you know, Hank, goes like, oh, the dungeon? And then Stronghearts goes, yes. There's like a foot-thick thick, thick uh, steel door 
And Bobby's like, you know, eh, hold my beer. I got this. <laughs> you know? And knocks it down. And there you see hanging on the wall is Strongheart's helm and his golden hammer. So apparently the helm is magical too. Oh, That's the, what I'm assuming. The module we were talking about, I was just looking it up, is uh, XL1 Quest for the Heartstone Adventure Module. Is that... Oh my gosh. Did they take the Heartstone thing from the previous episode and incorporate it? Mm. They must um, it came out in 1984. Okay. But... Now, um, War Duke was in Shady Dragon in. Was he now? AC1, yeah. Cool. Okay, so he shows up again. Hmm. Huh. All right. So, um, um, Strongheart gets his, um, Warhammer and his helm back, and then he sees Bobby. He's like, you know, good job, kid. And then, boom. Right through the door is Vader. I mean, Venger. <laughs> Whoops. Right through the wall. <laughs> Lizardmen show up, and this is where it gets kind of cool, folks, because guess what? Lizardmen show up, and guess who uses the weapons of power? That's yeah. right. Lizard the Lizardmen. Yeah. The Lizardmen are actually using the magic weapons. Mm-hmm. They're not just sitting in a pile. Just like, you know, any other, like, magical treasure, the lizard men look competent in looking using these things. But I thought the animation with the lizard man using the cloak was really good. Yeah. That looked really cool. That was cool. And they're like, oh, here you go. And Bobby's like, scare my sister, will you, with Sheila? No, that ain't going to happen. And then the one lizard man who uses the uh, Presto's hat Pulls out like a hawk or an eagle and takes away Strongheart's warhammer. <laughs> Which so I think they're like, oh, n- now what do we do? Then press to make a comment. I wish it worked that well for me or something. So, so like Bobby's like deflecting energy bow blast. What do we do? We're doomed. And guess who shows up? Carrots. Bruh. And Carrots is like, is coming in. He's he's like no, not gonna happen, there, Avenger, because Avenger's like, Carox, grab the children. He's like, nope, not gonna die, not die. So he's going after Avenger. He's got his arms out. Well, actually, he's going after the magic items. He takes them, just yanks them out of the lizard men's hands, <laughs> like they didn't put up a fight. Like really? So bonks a few heads of the lizard men. Gets the magic weapons back. Venger, like, shoots a laser bolt out of his hands. And this is where it gets really, really cool. He shoots out a a magic bolt, hits the floor. Floor cracks open because Venger is pissed. And then I I guess he conjures, like, a two-headed lava dragon or a pyrohydra from the lava. I'm like, cool. (laughs) I remember seeing this when I was a kid. I'm like, this is pretty cool. You know? I'll go Lava Dragon or, or Lava. I'm, I'm going with I'm going with Lava Dragon. Lava Elemental? I don't know. And and, and what I'm I'm going with like a conjured lava dragon, two headed lava dragon. Sure. And then then Stronghearts quartered by the Pyrohydra live lava dragon thing, and he's like, if I only had my hammer. 
It's like he's on and on about his hammer. What's like, his hammer, dude? Oh my god! I'm like, geez. And we already established he's OCD, so that's probably part of the OCD coming out. I need my hammer. I need my hammer. So yeah, definitely, definitely a hammer. Oh boy! Oh boy! Wapner's on at six. <laughs> Wapner's on at six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kmart sucks. Yeah, hey, Fonzie's cool. Um, so we have the fight. Strongheart is cornered, and then, and then, um, uh, um, Diana uses her uh, her um, staff to knock the hammer out of the hawk's grass. Strongheart gets his hammer back, and apparently it produces a force field around him when he wields a certain way. Just like uh, Eric's um, shield, I guess. And then Eric's cowering with Presto. Lava or fire shoots out of the lava dragon's mouth. He's like, get with the magic, Presto. And then, you know, Presto's there, and this is where he does one of the the most useful things is pulled out of his hat. A fire hose. Sorry, that counts. That so counts. Along with the flower power thing, that counted. It knocked the it knocked the lizard man down. He's back for his two for two. He is at sixteen, folks. Sixteen. Yay. So he Basically, he conjures the fire hose, and it's actually quite hilarious because, you know, weakling Presto here is trying to, you know, hold on to this, you know, fire hose. He's, <laughs> he's like, not me, you drip, like Eric says. Points it at the lava dragon. It's like cooling the lava into rock, and the thing slowly is like turning into rock. He gets some help from the rest of the group, controls the fire hold, uh, fire hose, the thing is solidified and the threat is gone. Where and then Benger's really pissed. Where was the fire hose connected to? Uh to elemental plane of water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's what I'm going with. Okay, sure. That's 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 what I'm going with. Okay. As good as anything. So so Venger is really ticked off. So he's going to basically, he's bringing down the fury of the whole volcano around them. He's bringing the whole place around and he's basically trying to get the volcano to erupt. Right. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, Karox bear hugs Venger. He's like, and Venger's like, dude, dear. He's like, yeah, dude, because I got this amulet. Go protect me. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it, yo? <laughs> and then and then Vendor's like, you really certain about that? And they like, I guess teleport away in some fashion? And then this ball of light, like the wicked witch like the, the witch of the north. Mm. They're they're like leaving. They're running away. Vendor shows up with Karox again. He's like knocked on the ground. It's like you dare defy me. And then your homeland's gonna bite it. He shoots another like blast at Karox and the amulet like deflects the ball of energy back to Venger knocks him into the lava yeah. and he disappears Yay. he doesn't die he just like Poof. disappears they even question like, where he went too at that point yeah he, he like I guess teleported the volcano is erupting now yeah um, 
they're letting ev- all the creatures out of the the prison. Strongheart yells, "Run, my friends, run!" And this is where the creation of the creatures gets kind of like, how should I say, sloppy and weird. Yeah. You see some trolls. You see like, um, uh, you see like a hooded thing with a big head. Yeah, I, uh, weird looking creatures. It's like lots of weird looking creatures running through. Okay, um, eruptions going on. They finally get away. All of them, I would assume. So they all escape. And you see in the background the the creatures that are escaping are really bad. The one dwarf that was in prison, he falls and Carrox catches him. And then you see all these other really, really cartoony monsters in the background running away. It's like, I gotta think about this. Why Benger is like I mean, maybe he just captures some of these things because they just look weird. You know, he says, I don't like the look of you. Into the prison you go. <laughs> you have a you have a lazy eye. Into the prison you go. Yeah. <laughs> Why are some of these things captured? I mean, I, I, I don't yeah, know. I don't know Weird. But then you have this last cool animation of the volcano, like, erupting with, like, nuclear cloud. And then you see a cool animation, Avenger, in the clouds. It's actually pretty good, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, it was really cool looking. It was actually kind of cool looking. So, the 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 Ghost Avenger, I guess, goes away. He seems to do that they a lot escape. in the end of these episodes. Like he blows yeah, up into the sky, puff of smoke, and what have you. Yeah. And then Carox gives the amulet back to Bobby, and Bobby's like, "No, you're going to need this, yeah. so you can help protect your homeland." I'm like. All right. Like, I didn't know that, you know, ogres were like this, but fair mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe he's a chaotic good ogre. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. So Eric says, giving gifts away on your own birthday is bad policy. And then DM shows up and actually says something really good. You should probably give the, you know, the gift back that Bobby gave you. And that's your freedom. He gets embarrassed. And he gets all embarrassed and like starts to backpedal and looks all stupid. And end. Now, the end there, Bobby's shaking hands with the ogre. Yes. It, why was he standing there completely frozen like an episode of Police Squad? Like they were, you know, remember when they used to do that in the old Police Squad? Right. How they would just stand because, there for the credits? I'm like, is that what they're doing? Right. I kind of think so. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now, and it's like, who were they wait? Who were they looking at? Was it the audience? Uh, Bot was I, dungeon master. I think they're looking at the rest of the group. It's just like really and you, creepy. And if you pause it at frame twenty one eleven or time time spot twenty one eleven, yeah. you see in the lower left corner, there's this. I guess I don't know a dr- troll or a zombie guy with his arms crossed, like <laughs> whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> He's guy. like. It's like, really? Can I go home already? <laughs> exactly. It's like, can we let go? Oh, my God. All right. So how can we make this into an adventure? I I guess what you could do is 
maybe you have this you find out that certain people have been captured and imprisoned by um, by some nefarious big bad guy and um, one of them I, I don't know I, I'm, I've been trying to think about this one I don't have anything on this one I could how you can make it into an adventure I tried and tried I'm like there has to be some like prison escape thing going on here but how do you tie in the whole thing like the whole Karox type character you know I guess that would be like an NPC that you might run into you get imprisoned and it's up to you to find out a way you know to get out of the prison unbeknownst to you there's somebody who works in the prison that is not fond of his job the only reason why he's doing it is because maybe his family is 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 being held prisoner someplace else they're like held ransom for their lives and that's the only kind of angle i can go at with a karox type character you know this would have to be i think you know you have to think of a way how they could be in prison well, they have to find their way out of a prison. The only thing I can think of is that they meet him in a village. He's, you know, a kind guy. Maybe he helps him out inside the village. And then, like, the big bad of the week comes in in the middle of the night and kidnaps yes. his family. And then you go okay. on a quest with him to go find them, which you find out they're in a prison. And then, you're, you know, you're going, you're leading the revolution to get the people out of the prison, and the big bad steps out and says, you will not find your family here. I have your family <laughs> in a hidden location. Go turn on your team, and it will do that whole thing like that. And since the big bad has the family in no location, the guy has no choice but to turn on the party right. and do it that way. Yeah, you could. Absolutely. That's the only way I can think of. It's the only way I can think of, too. Yeah, yeah I just... You know, the, 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 obviously the guy who's the Karox-like character, you know, he's the, he's the, um, he's an NPC. Oh, yeah, obviously. So. All right. So, tell us what you'd use this in an adventure. Let us know, rfistaff at gmail.com, or hit us up on Facebook, RFI Podcast, or on Twitters. And we'll be saying goodnight, everybody. Night, everybody. for initiative.